welcome to another episode of Triumph and Tierras. I am your hostess, Suzanne Proxa, business strategist and coach for female entrepreneurs who are purpose-driven and looking to make a major impact in the world. This podcast is my passion and is intended to showcase women who have overcome obstacles to hopefully inspire and empower all of you to do the same. And now on with the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Triumph and Tierras. I am super excited to be here with Steph Freeman today. Uh, She has an amazing story about dealing with an autoimmune illness and being diagnosed with juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. And the health coach portion of me is very geeked to talk about this topic because as some of you know, I also have fibromyalgia, which can certainly fall into that group of things. So welcome Steph, I'm super excited to have you. Thank you, Suzanne. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, so Steph is also a holistic health coach. So we're going to geek out a little bit, I'm sure, throughout some of this. Absolutely. (laughs) So why don't you start by telling us about your uh, juvenile rheumatoid arthritis diagnosis and then kind of lead into your story. Sure. I was diagnosed with juvenile rheumatoid arthritis when I was 11. I vividly remember my first symptoms. I was three years old and we went to Thanksgiving at my aunt's house in Massachusetts. I'm from Connecticut. And when we got there, everybody was running out of the car. And my mom said, come on, Steph. And I couldn't move. And I remember that. And so I got carried around all weekend, which didn't bother me. I'm the the youngest. So it's kind of nice. And when I went to the doctor on Monday, he told my parents that I had water on my hip, which we now know is inflammation, but back then they called it water. They drained it. A few years later, I had water on my knee. They drained it. And I had a lot of physical limitations and I I guess a lot of pain, you know, and um, my mom was an advocate for me and tried to get me answers and really had a hard time getting me answers. So when I was 11, I was in the doctor's office at my pediatrician, and he knew how I was feeling, and he just happened to flip over my hands, and he saw these red dots underneath my skin, and he looked at me, and he said, I think you have juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. Off I went for a blood test, and we got the diagnosis when I was 11. My mother took me to a couple of rheumatologists, didn't quite click with them, Their prognosis was not good. And so my mom took me to Brigham and Women's Hospital in Massachusetts. I had a wonderful doctor. And she explained there's a few different types of juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. One, you go into remission in your teen years. You'll have some damage, but it's okay. The other one, ultimately, you know, your life expectancy isn't that long. My parents they protected me from all of this. I had no idea. I didn't realize I was different from anyone else. I didn't realize anything. And so my mom would bring me to the doctor every week to have my blood drawn, see if the meds that they had given me were helping the inflammation. And my prize, 
was a bagel, an ice cream sundae. If you do this and you get your blood work done and you're a good girl, you can have X. And so that started me on a journey of, you know, overeating and being unhealthy and being a little bit heavy. And it was nothing that my mom did on purpose. It's just kind of what we did back in the 70s. I'm 52 now. So from there, got into my adulthood, went to college, still was having some difficulty moving about, um, but I wasn't taking any medication as I was feeling kind of okay. And then I got married and I had trouble getting pregnant and I had mono and I had chronic sinus infections and I had my tonsils removed and all of these illnesses, which I now know are all part of having an autoimmune disease, I didn't know then. So many years of struggling and not feeling well. It wasn't until I was 47 that I really took my health into my own hands. Wow. And here I am. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, definitely, you know, it's hard as an adult, and I can't even imagine as a child going through that. Now, I know that you used holistic methods to really um, start the healing process for yourself. And as somebody with fibromyalgia, I know how, how powerful that is. I'm not on medications myself because of the methods that I use. How did you take matters into your own hands? Well, very interesting as I grew up in a family of medication. Let's go to the doctor, we'll get a medication and it will heal us, right? That was when, you know, how I grew up. And my dad had Parkinson's and passed away in 2005. And my mom had a rare infection in her back and passed away in 2010. And then I got divorced. So a lot of trauma in between my ex-husband's parents had passed away. So we had a lot of trauma. To say I wasn't feeling my best is understatement. And so I found my rheumatologist again in 2010 and I went to see her and I was 50 pounds overweight and my blood pressure was extremely high and she remembered me and she did a bunch of tests and she said to me, number one, you need double knee replacements. Number two, if you don't take a biologic drug, you will be in a wheelchair in two years. And I just looked at her, I said, this doesn't resonate with me. I can't do this. And so I left. And this was in 2010 with no prescriptions, nothing. I just, I couldn't do it. I still didn't know how to heal myself. It was three years later, actually funny today's May 1st that we're recording this. This is my beginning of my sixth year of my holistic journey. Mm-hmm. I saw an ad on Facebook that said cold laser treatments for your knees. I called up the doctor down here that did that, and I went in, and I sat with him, and I said to him, I just need cold laser treatments. My knees hurt. I need double knee replacements. Like, I just need cold laser treatments on my knees, and I'll be fine. And he looked at me. He said, Steph, I'm not sure you noticed, but I'm actually the one with the white coat on, and I'm going to tell you what you need. I said, okay. So he ran a ton of blood work. And what came back was that the inflammation level in my body, which no one had ever uh, taken from me, my cardiac reactive protein level was 3.77. 
it should have been 1.0. So when I went in, I said to him, so, okay, well, what does that mean? And he said, well, diabetes, heart disease, cancer, do you need me to keep going? I said, no. And it scared me. I said, well, what can I do? And he handed me a pamphlet. He said, try an anti-inflammatory diet. So I left there uh, on April 30th, five years ago, not still not knowing exactly what to do, but I knew that I had to do something because the thoughts that kept going through my head were, you're 47, you've got four children, you can't die. And so I woke up the next morning and I drove to the grocery store. No idea why to this day. I mean, no, no grocery list, nothing. Drove to the grocery store. I walked in. And I went up and down every single aisle and said goodbye to every food I would never eat again. Box of Triscuits, sour jelly bellies, you name it. I was like, I'm done. And so I gave up gluten, refined sugar, and dairy on May 1st. And within six months, I lost 50 pounds. I was feeling great. So I wanted to tell the world. And uh, in fact, anyone that I saw that would talk to me, I just wanted to help them. And my husband said to me, I love your passion. Maybe you could turn this into some sort of a business. And I thought, well, I have a degree in sports journalism, so who's going to listen to me? So I, uh, a couple weeks later, was somewhere and met somebody that went to the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. And she said she was a holistic health coach. And I thought, wow, yeah, this is what I need to do. So she gave me the name and the website, and I went on. I watched the webinar on a Saturday morning, and Sunday, uh, Monday, I signed up, and that was in 2015. And the Institute for Integrative Nutrition was life-changing for me. Not only did I learn how to heal myself, but I also learned how to heal other people, and that is my passion, to get my message out there that you can be an advocate for yourself, and you can heal yourself. And when I finished at the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, they offered a book course. And I have a journalism background, and I always wanted to write a book. And I thought to myself, let me get my story out there. So my book is called Life's a Journey, Are You Packed? Living and Thriving with Juvenile Rheumatoid Arthritis. It's a short read. I'm very vulnerable in it. And it just kind of gives people hope that, yeah, you too, can help yourself. That is amazing and uh, so awesome that you wrote a book as well. Um, it certainly sounds like you've taken on a lot with, between the certification and being an author and now being a coach. And, you know, I think that using that passion to, to help other people is absolutely amazing. So one thing that might help the audience, you know, in that regard is talk to us about the feelings that you've had during this process and how you overcame those. I mean, you know, what did you do to get over that? Because certainly with autoimmune illnesses, there's a lot of frustrations and heartbreak and dealing with the doctors who always want to put pills down your throat and all of that. What, what Absolutely. Kind of, oh, what kind of feelings did you go through and how did you overcome all of that? Well, 
And the reason my book is called Life's a Journey is life is a journey. And when you have an autoimmune disease, it's like you're running uphill every single day. It's a constant trying to tweak this and tweak this. So I, after going to this naturopath, I found another doctor, a functional medicine doctor, and she kind of marries nutrition and supplements, and she's a chiropractor and an acupuncturist. So she really opened my eyes to a lot of other things. After I got my original, your cardiac reactive protein level is super high, 3.77, needs to be 1.0. Through my diet as of six months ago, my level is now down to 0.1. It is a struggle when other people are, you know, going out to dinner and just living life. It's hard. I made a commitment, unbeknownst to me, that day when I said goodbye to all of that food that I was never going to eat it again. So at first, I was eating the same thing over and over and over again until I really did more and more research. And last year, I actually was diagnosed as well with Hashimoto's, which is an autoimmune of the thyroid. My doctor believes I've had this for 20 plus years. So what I did is I've changed my diet. So I'm now a pescatarian. I eat no grains. Everything that I eat is grain-free. My husband is a wonderful cook. He makes grain-free bread, grain-free carrot muffins. Um, There's so much food that you can eat. And so for me, it's been a slow process to get to where I am. I'm not ashamed that I have these limitations, but I, and I don't let them stop me. When I travel, I bring my food with me. When I go out to eat, I call ahead to make sure that they can accommodate how I eat. This is my life. And I believe when people start to think of it in terms of health, not diet, what I do with myself and with my health coaching clients is I empower them to make the choices. Until you empower yourself, it's a struggle. Does that make yeah, sense? Definitely. Yeah. I and mean, I, I, physically, do the, I do the restaurant battle as well. It's, um, I have food allergies on top of everything else. Yes, so I do as well. I'm a special kind of challenge. <laughs> yeah. 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 And physically, I am the strongest I've ever been. In fact, this weekend, I went on a hike that was insane. I never thought my body would be able to handle that. But my husband is my biggest cheerleader. And he just pushed me. He just kept saying, you can do this. You can do this one step at a time. And I did it. And when we finished, I felt fabulous. And we went on a three-mile hike the next day. And this is what happens with an autoimmune disease. I was done with the hike. I felt great. I walked into the bathroom. I walked out, and my right knee just buckled. I have a little bit of a torn meniscus and some cartilage that floats around a little bit, and it got stuck. And I screamed. The pain is intense. I know what it is. So I just needed to keep bending my leg. You know, people came over to me. Are you okay? Do you need us to call for help? And 
I've become very resilient, as I'm sure you have when you have an autoimmune disease. You just push through. I'm like, no, 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 I'm fine, I'm fine. And I was. And I just had to click my knee a little bit, and off I went. I was okay. So my advice to people is really know your body. As you move through these lifestyle changes and empower yourself, whether you do it through meditation, through intuition, just really know your body. So when little things like that happen, you don't freak out and then just shut down. You never want to shut down. You just want one step in front of the other and keep moving forward. Definitely. Yeah. Cause there's definitely a lot of frustration that comes with it and you do have to power through. Um, I mean, you know, even today I was outside cleaning out uh, my pond and uh, no easy feat for somebody without these issues. Correct. Um, definitely not simple for me, but I of course completely rocked it because I'm like, okay, you can do this. You know, there's exactly self-talk coaching. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Self Absolutely. And, you know, resiliency really is the key. And what I say to people, and I don't mean this in a, in a mean way or anything, but every once in a while, those close to me, I will say to them, I wish you could be in my body for five minutes. <laughs> Not so that they were in pain. I just want them to understand the struggle when you've not had an autoimmune disease and you've not had, you know, all of this pain your whole life. You don't really understand when I say I'm pain free, pain free for me, not really pain free. There's always something that, you know, you're managing. I feel amazing. I mean, I am thrilled that I feel so good it's always a struggle. And then as women, when we reach that age, I'm 52, I've gone mostly through menopause. So it's the, the knee hurts, then it's the, the hot flash that, you know, if you can keep your exercise routine, your eating on track, you're going to move through that phase and any phase so much quicker. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's funny. These things really are to me, they're so simple. They're just such it's, simple. It's very simple. It really is. And, and it drives me crazy to see, you know, the prescription commercials drive me crazy. It drives me crazy to see people spending thousands of dollars a month on things like Humira and stuff. Every time a Humira commercial comes on, I flip, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, I used to make a joke with my mom. I'd walk in and say, she lived, my parents lived with us. I said, who are you on the phone with? This, the pharmacist from CVS. And I would say to her, are you having an affair with him? I mean, you've been on for three hours. Every time she'd go to the doctor and get a prescription, she'd have to call and make sure it didn't interact. Mm -hmm. I don't want to deal with that. I just want to eat my food and fuel my body that way yeah. and feel, feel good that way. And my doctor is my confidant. Um, I adore her. And it's super important that you find somebody like that, that can help you navigate. You know, we are planning to write another book together about autoimmune diseases from the patient's perspective and from the doctor's perspective. Because there's many times that I will go in and, and t say to my doctor, I feel like this is happening. Or a perfect example, I had Achilles pain for six years that I couldn't 
no matter what I did, it didn't go away. I was walking by the walking store, walking company, whatever it's called at the mall. And I hopped on their machine and I bought a pair of orthotics. And within 24 hours, my Achilles pain was gone. So sometimes patients know what they need and tell the doctors. And when the doctors say, oh, okay. And then they're telling other patients, it's wonderful how you have to spread the word because we can't know everything. Yeah. And I, I remember the moment when my highly paid rheumatologist asked me what I was doing. He wanted to know. Right. They don't know. They don't know. They really don't. And And the other things that I use besides my food is essential oils. And I am a huge proponent for non-toxic living. People aren't quite at the point where they, they know they need to eat organic and healthy. They may not know exactly what. They don't realize that your skin is your largest organ. So everything you're lathering on your skin or makeup or lipstick or any of that, it has poison and toxins in it. So what I do for my health coaching clients is I have done the research and done the work on good products so I can give them options so they can slowly get rid of the junk they're cleaning their house with, they're putting on their bodies, they're inhaling. I was the first one to buy the best perfume. I haven't worn perfume in four years. It's just toxic and it really messes with your hormones and especially if you have an autoimmune disease. Yeah, I mean, realistically, if you're somebody who really, really wants to wear perfume, you could make something with essential oils that smells beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I left the massage lady yesterday smelling amazing. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. And you brought up massage. Self-care with an autoimmune disease. I remember, you know, I would always get massages. It makes my body feel good. And people would say, really? You you get massages once a week? Yes. That's part of my quote unquote prescription. Self-care, massage, Pilates. My husband bought a Peloton bike six months ago. I'm all of a sudden obsessed with it. I love it. So I'm doing all these things that I never could do before. He bought me a bike. I didn't learn how to ride a bike really as a child. I couldn't. I had horrible balance. And I couldn't get out of bed. I missed 45 days of school in seventh grade. So hopping on a bike to ride was not high on my list. Yeah. So you can change. If you become empowered, you can change. You're a perfect example of what you have been through in your life. Right. How you've changed and what a, you know, what a strong, amazing woman you are to help other people. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, people have to realize they talk about the expense of organic food, which, interestingly enough, seems to be getting cheaper than the regular food now in the store. So FYI, that is false statement. Um, And then they complain about the cost of massage, too. And it's like, okay, well, I spend $100 a month on that, plus I do my daily exercise and stretching, Plus I, I eat well, I buy good food and it costs me probably 10% of what you're paying for that prescription every month. Right. And you know what I say to people they look at me, I say, here's the deal. You're going to pay for your health on the front end or the back end. It's going to be much more painful on the back end. 
right? If you have to be in a nursing home and if you need all this care, you know, give yourself the best chance you can to live a healthy life. Yeah. And there's a book I read and I can't remember the title that, that talks about this. You know, you have a choice. You can either, it shows a little, a little diagram and it shows most people um, you know, where point A, they're kind of up toward the top, you know, when you're younger, you're doing great and you're healthy and everything. And right. then it slowly declines, you know, this is choice one where it slowly declines and things are going south as time goes on. Right. Or there's the other choice where you can keep that line up in the healthy space for several years up until, um, you know, the point at which there's just you know, there's not a lot that you can do anymore. And then it just drops off. Well, I would rather be the one who coasts along in the good area. And then it just drops off rather than the slow decline. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. See, I said we could geek out about this stuff for a long time. (laughs) Absolutely. We, and the biggest thing I tell people is we have a choice. It's not about a diet because a diet is very restrictive. It's about a lifestyle change and it's about empowering somebody to make that change. And my biggest thing with my clients is be kind to yourself. Every step forward you're making, you will get to your healthy goal. It's not about doing it all at once. I know I tell my story and mine is, and mine is mine. And I know a lot of people get to the end result differently. I was scared. You know, I had two parents that died in their 70s. I was scared when my doctor gave me that information. I had a grandfather that dropped dead of a heart attack and two uncles that dropped dead in their 50s. So I was scared. I made that change immediately. Not everyone can do that, and it's not good or bad. It's their own journey. And that's the important piece of it. Some people will start it at 30. I mean, listen, I waited till 47 till I got my wake up call. Thank God I didn't wait till 57. I, you know, I say to my husband all the time, I shudder to think if I hadn't done this, you know, I could be in a wheelchair. Who knows? I used to drive my car. I live in Virginia Beach now, moved here in 2011. I used to live in Connecticut. I had a very short driveway. I used to drive my car from the garage to the mailbox to get my mail. And I know my neighbors thought, well, she's about the laziest person I've ever seen. I couldn't do, I couldn't walk. I couldn't do it. I physically could not do it. So I tell my story to give people hope. So they understand they can do it. Anybody can do it. And it's so awesome. I feel like healthy feels better than food tastes. Now, don't get me wrong. Healthy food tastes really well. And I'm thankful my husband's a wonderful cook. But you know what I mean? Like I get up every day and I'm like, oh, I feel good. You know, I didn't for so long that it's such a high. Yes. So I think, I mean, we've we've covered a lot on this podcast. There's a lot for people to take in. And yes. I'm guessing, you know, by now that there are people wondering how they can connect with you and get in touch with you and find you online. Would you be willing to share that? 
Absolutely. My, on Instagram, I am at so Steph Freeman. I'll just spell it out. S-O-S-T-E-F-F-R-E-E-M-A-N. So Stephanie, my name is spelled with an F. On Facebook, I am Stephanie Foster Freeman. My website is stephfreeman.com. And I would like to offer some specials to your listeners today. If they go on my website, they will get 10 easy swaps to start eating gluten-free. Also, whoever signs up for my email list today is going to go into a random drawing, and they will get a free signed copy of my book, Life's a Journey, Are You Packed? Living and Thriving with Juvenile Rheumatoid Arthritis. That's fantastic. Very generous. Thank you. I want to help people. Yeah. Well, that is great. Well, Steph, I have had the best time talking with you. And Thank you. Know, talking about the alternatives for people and how you have overcome uh, something that certainly had to be very difficult to handle as a child. And um, just a great talk and so happy that you were on the show as one of the first five. Thank you. I'm honored. I love what you're doing. I have to be honest. I'm not sure how I connected with you on Facebook. We do have some similar friends. I'm just thankful that I did connect with you. And I love the name of your podcast. And I have listened to your first three. And I love them. Your story is amazing. The two women that you've had prior to me love their stories. And I'm just honored to be on your podcast. Thank you so much, hon. Well, thank you. And I, of course, I will see you around soon. Thank you for listening today. I hope that you found some inspiration from today's episode. If you would like to find me and check me out, you can head over to SuzanneProxa.com. Or if you are a female entrepreneur who is purpose-driven, head over to my Facebook group, at fempreneurs.biz. Thank you so much for listening today and I will see you in the next episode.